You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to The Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more successful. So the focus of today's podcast is all about how to market for success. Everybody needs to market in their business if they want to grow. So we've got an expert today. I'm so excited to introduce you to Megan Conter. Let me tell you about her. She is the mistress of marketing, and she believes in strategy first, tactics second. And instead of reading her bio, I picked a few fun facts that will help you get to know her a little bit better. She's a Colorado native who loves to hike, She's as real as it gets, and she makes faces, and she doesn't hide her sense of humor. And the biggest news, she just got engaged. So congratulations, Megan, and welcome. Anything you want to add to the call, to the introduction? Aw, thank you. That's awesome. No, yeah. that's, you, covered, you covered me as a person for sure. Um, of course, there's the, the what I do in business, but I'm sure we'll, we'll cover that. I'm guessing. Absolutely. We will. Oh, definitely. It's all going to be about marketing, and you are the key for marketing. So let me ask you before we jump into marketing, how did he pop the question? Do you want to share with the people in 44 countries what happened? Sure. Why not? Yeah. So my, my man knows me very well. I'm an extrovert, as you can imagine with the name The Mistress of Marketing, and I love crowds. I love to be surrounded by my community, by my friends, by my family. Um, so he really knew that the proposal needed to be a big deal. Now, he's an introvert and uh, is generally pretty shy, but he, he and I both belong to the 3 to 5 Club, which um, we both attribute to a large percentage of our business success. And we were at our annual awards banquet, and I had won an award for being a connector and all this good stuff, and, you know, the... the uh, announcer, the MC was roasting people throughout the whole show because, of course, they make it like the Grammys. Right. And so at the end, he's like, oh, i got to throw one more roast in. And so he called Nate up, and he's like, but, you know, I can't do this roast appropriately without his partner in crime. So then he called me up, and I'm just thinking, you know, the whole time, <laughs> me being oblivious, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're going to roast us. They did this to us last year. Not that they pulled us up in front of everyone, but... This time they decided to pull us up in front of everyone, and that's when our friend, the MC Joshua, stepped off to the side and said, all right, Nate, you're on, and uh, that's when he reached into his pocket, and my jaw dropped, and I immediately started crying and was just already like nodding my head yes and jumping up and down before he even got down on his knee and asked in front of everyone, and it was just, it was awesome to be, you know, dressed up and around all my friends and around all of our supporters and to have our community there with us. So we had our built-in engagement party right there, which was awesome. Wow. What a great <laughs> story. And now this is in history yes. because this podcast will live on forever. So that is so right. cool. Were you Perpetu surprised? Perpetuity. Yeah. Was, I was, yeah, totally. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I had the inclination that it was going to happen this year, and we've been talking about it, of course. Um, so it wasn't like I was totally unaware, but I definitely didn't know it was happening that night. I had no idea whatsoever, and he was, you know, I thought it was strange that he was getting up to go to the bathroom about every 10 minutes during the awards ceremony, but I figured out why. He was so nervous. He was just going to get, you know, breaths of air, and uh, I just chalked <laughs> it up to, oh, it was, you know, the porter that he was drinking or whatever. So that is amazing. It was, well, awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank so, you very much. Let's jump into some fun questions. How did you get the name sure. Mistress of Marketing? Um, Mistress came from when I was a social media expert and, you know, all of the people around me at the time. Um, so I started my company as a social media advisor back in 2007. And so while I was branding myself, I was looking at all the names that were out there. And, you know, there was the social guru, the social light, the social this, the social that. And I was like, man, what am I going to do that's more my personality and that's going to stick in people's minds? And I don't know. I think I was just walking one day or who knows. And it just hit me. I was like, the mistress, the mistress. And so I decided to to trademark the mistress of social media, which was what I was called for, you know, the first five years of business. And then as I evolved my business, I changed that to the mistress of marketing. So that is how the name came. And it really, people have asked me, you know, what does it mean? What does it mean? And I'm like, you know, it doesn't really mean anything except for if you know me, you know that I'm a little avant-garde and I'm a, I'm a little bit... Uh, you know, I, I speak what's on my mind, and I make things really fun and interesting, and you, you really can't guess what I'm going to say next or what I'm going to do next. So it's sort of the, the mistress fits my personality, if you will, even though I'm, Absolutely. You know, I'm loyal work, to my, to my fiancé. <laughs> that is great. Well, can you share a little bit about what you do and explain the intuitive approach to marketing, how that's different than just a regular old marketing company? Absolutely. So um, I work pretty much exclusively with female visionary leaders and those who are not emerging as leaders, so they're not just awakening as a leader, but they're evolving as a leader. So they've really established themselves as a leader in their industry, uh, in their area of expertise, or in the world, and they are wanting to come into their own to be an established leader. So these women are running, you know, six-figure businesses that are solidly in around 250000 and above in revenue. They have teams of three or more people. They've been in business for five or more years. They are definitely uh, they're solid. They have their ground, but they are wanting to continue to evolve. And most of them desire to hit the million-dollar revenue mark and crash through that and go beyond. So that's who I work with. And then these women typically are struggling with achieving true marketing return on their investment. So it's not that they haven't been doing marketing. You don't get to that place in business without having done marketing. But they are really learning that what they have been doing hasn't exactly been strategic. Um, some of the things that they have used have worked and some have failed, but they don't really know why. And they're at that place where they want to grow exponentially and have to approach marketing from a place of, oh, I need to know what my budget is exactly what my goals are for growth, and then how do I set my marketing goals and my marketing budget to really achieve those overall revenue goals. So those are the kinds of women that I'm looking for that really want to maximize the revenue that they are making, 
create massive impact in the world with what it is that they're offering. And meanwhile, all of this decrease their expenses because it's not about the tactics, it's about the strategy. So um, really what, and, and the intuitive part that comes in is it, it's kind of tied in, it is very tied in with the strategy. So most marketing companies and most marketing professionals come in and the first thing they start doing is recommending the tactics that you should be doing. So they'll say, you know, well, you should be doing Facebook ads and how come you're not doing SEO yet? And uh, your website needs to be transferred over to WordPress and you need to, uh, you know, why aren't you using direct mail? And, and all of these things they start approaching right off the bat. And if there's anything I learned from being an expert in social media and approaching it from the tactical standpoint, it's that you can't do the tactics effectively unless you know what you're, what you're actually doing it for and why you're doing it and how you should do it appropriately. So my, my background in marketing is long. I have a lot of years of experience in business for myself, but then I have the corporate years and the education. So I've got plenty of that knowledge coming in to really help my clients in marketing. But what I think consider what I consider that sets me apart and that will set my team apart as I grow it is our intuitive abilities. And that is really my spiritual woo-woo side coming out. And it can be, you know, you can make it as woo-woo as you want. To me it's not as woo-woo as some, <laughs> but really it's about being tapped into your higher self and having access to information without you having to think really hard. It just flows through and you are being tapped into more infinite possibilities, into infinite possibilities, rather than the finite possibilities that exist within your mind. So I hope that concisely defines what I consider using your intuition. Totally makes sense. And you also talk about business DNA. Is that complementary or is that similar to intuitive? Um, using my intuition is what really allows me to help discover what a company's unique DNA is because that's the other reason why approaching it from the tactical level first doesn't work. Um, if a company hasn't yet extracted what their unique DNA is and put that out foundationally throughout all of their brand and their marketing, uh, it becomes very difficult for their for them to attract their ideal clients or, and for them to convert those, those potential clients into actual sales and into clients. So a lot of my intuitive process is what I have created in order to help extract that unique business DNA so that then we can build that foundation really strong and then we can approach the tactics from a you know, a metric identified, data filled, but also intuitive place. Totally makes sense. I love that because it's got a little scientific side mm -hmm. to it. It's got a little personal side, a little heart, a little fun. What a great combination. Yes. Good job. Thank you. And, yes. And why don't you brag about expanding your team? I just read your email. I think that's a, a huge milestone anytime a company can bring on more people because I'm all about helping business owners create abundance so they can create jobs for people as well. Absolutely. Um, so you know, for those listeners out there who are in, you know, in corporate America and are considering hopping out and starting their own business, or for those who may be just beginning in their business, you know, when I first started my company, I had no idea what I was doing. 
I left corporate America because I was laid off for the second time from a marketing position. And I just got really tired of that. You know, I, I felt like, well, there, the, the whole employee or employer reliability is kind of out the wall, you know, out the window. That doesn't really happen anymore. It's not like our parents, my parents, who could expect that they would keep their position for 25 years. That doesn't happen near as much anymore. So I got really disenchanted with the whole corporate America. And when I started my company, it was like, hmm, I'm just going to see what I can do with this. And, um, you know, really I, I allowed myself to evolve as I evolved. I allowed my business to grow with me as I grew. And I always said, you know, what I come out the gates with is not going to be where I'm at several years from now. I totally know that. And I used to joke because I hated it when people would ask me, where do you see yourself in five to ten years? And it would irritate me so much when people would say that because I feel like I constantly evolve and change so much that for me to even try to pinpoint at this point in my present moment, which is where I exist and which is where I am constantly working on being, if I even tried to guess where I'd be, I'd be way off. And then I would, you know, build all these plans and disappoint myself and yada yada. So when people ask me that question, I would always answer, you know what, five years from now, I'm going to be celebrating the fifth anniversary of you asking me this question. And, you know, it's just my way of kind of laughing about something that just irritated the hell out of me. So the whole reason of telling that story is that when I joined 3 to 5 Club three years ago, the whole point of that organization is to get business owners off the treadmill and get us to a place where we can, our business can run without us and it can actually make money without us. So when I joined, I thought, yeah, that's pie in the sky because I'm a practitioner, right? I'm a coach. So my business can't operate without me. There's no way. It's just not possible. But yet I still had this, this feeling, this, my intuitive sense guided me to go into this group and to continue moving forward. And, you know, I thought, well, if I just continue to grow and raise my prices and have more and more clients and that's as big as I grow, then that's great. But I'm not going to define where I'm going to go because I don't really know. Um, so the more knowledge I gained and the more I listened to my, to my higher Self, to my bigger being and to my intuition, it just kept leading me to take yet another step forward and another step forward. And it came clear to me about a year ago that it was actually possible to, to so quote unquote, to, to really clone myself. You know, that's what I was thinking is, oh God, I got to clone myself. How is that possible? So about a year ago is when I added my first team member and it, you know, it scared me very much to add an assistant to my team because I am a very what we call market focused person and I'm very creative I'm very creative I'm an ENFP I'm an Enneagram 7 so I'm really out there so coming up with the ability and the courage for myself to say okay I really need help and then know how to delegate work to that person that's been the biggest both both blessing and lesson for me in the last year and couple of months is learning how to get out of my head onto paper what I need somebody else to do for me. And it's possible. I didn't think it was, but it's completely possible. And I've grown my revenue three times since I hired this first 
you know, my first assistant, and I kept working through all of these challenges that I was having in business and gaining more knowledge and taking more classes and educating myself. And I'm now at the point where I'm ready to hire an assistant marketing coach who will be going through an apprentice program with me and learning how to do what I do, and then will be an assistant coach that can, can work with my clients, and I can just continue to grow that person and then the next person and the next person and the next person and build myself up, build my company up as a coaching business. So awesome. I'm finally growing and actually really growing. Thank you. Yeah, those are some big milestones. Well, good for you. So I wanted to wrap up with two questions. First, the fun question. If you had one okay. more hour in your day, one more hour, how would you spend it? I would probably be outside hiking if the weather was nice. I would be outside doing something. Awesome. Um, well, we live in Colorado. To, You've got lots of choices, yeah, so right? It works at least several months of the year because I'm not a big uh, winter weather fan. So. I'd probably save up those hours and then spend a week someplace warm. <laughs> I can good. make my own rules, right, in this scenario? I don't have well, to follow you, anybody's rules. Well, you're an Egram 7. You, they do that. Yes, <laughs> Almost all, exactly. all of my friends are 7s, which is for – I'm a yep. 3. We make up our own rules. Yep. Uh, so my other question is, why don't you give a little shout-out to Denver Dames? I know you're growing that group, and a lot of our people, even though we're in 44 countries, a lot of our listeners are right here in Denver. Do you want to talk about that? Absolutely. Um, so I started a community for uh, evolving women in business, and they are running companies with, you know, typically where they're adding staff, they're adding shareholders, the stakeholders as I call them. They have been in business for five or more years. They have revenue, you know, gross revenues of about 250000 and more, and they are running into very similar problems to their peers. So these every other month gatherings are for these women in business who really want to come and meet other people who are at the same stage in business as they are and who can really just help them through and mastermind through a lot of the problems that they're having. So my events are purely entertainment-based, and I purposely make them that way so that they're fun, they're light, and they're a very different way for these women to sort of rub elbows and get to know each other. And I love them because I spend the whole time connecting people to who they need to know for resources. Um, And the community just keeps growing, and I'm seeing more of the dames doing things with each other. And, um, you know, we have a team of a team of a micro community of mentors uh, that are the Denver Dames award recipients and these women are really being asked and they're you know very gracefully and gratefully giving of their time to a lot of our sub 1 million revenue generating client uh, members rather and they're really going to these mentors to get help and to understand what do I need to do to really hit that million dollar mark and go beyond it because that's a it's a scary thing for a lot of these women and it's only 2% of women owned businesses in the United States that ever hit a million dollars so that's it's one of my personal missions in this lifetime is to really eradicate that number and shoot it through the roof so that we have more women who can create more impact because they make more i think that's important That is great. Well, let me wrap up with, I know you've got some amazing products, and I'm sure some of the women on this call are resonating with what what you've talked about. How can they reach you if they want to work more closely with you? 
Yeah, absolutely. So you can go to MeganConter.com, and it's M-E-G-H-A-N-N-C-O-N-T-E-R. It's basically Megan with as many consonants as you can possibly get in the spelling of the name. Uh, And you can come to my website, and you'll see pretty soon on the homepage there's a free assessment that is going to be launched in the next week, and that will really help you understand where you are in marketing. If you are bleeding money and really need to uh, put a tourniquet on or if you're, you know, if you're somewhere in the middle or if you're doing really, really well and you can keep continuing down that road. But this free assessment will help you get started. And my introductory level program is my target market catapult because I truly believe that as business owners in market and doing marketing, we can't be effective in marketing unless we know exactly who we serve. And that's the domino that once it's tipped over, you can become more successful in marketing once you know exactly who you're, who you're in business to serve, really. That is awesome. Thank you for being generous with that tool so people can have a little bit more visibility into where they are. Megan, this Absolutely. has been so fun. Is there anything that you wanted to add that we didn't cover? You know, the, the biggest advice that I can give to to anyone really who's looking to get marketing help is try not to self-diagnose and say, you know, the problem is my social media or the problem is my website or, you know, what, whatever. Try not to self-diagnose and try to go to a true marketing strategist who will look at and make sure that the first thing that's out of their mouth is they're going to look at your overall business. They're going to look at what your business goals are. They're going to look at what you spent last year and the year before and the year before on marketing. And they should look at the specific tactics that you have been using and tell you right away within you know, sometimes a couple of hours but even a couple of minutes whether or not you are spending your money wisely or if it's just wasted because they should be able to see if there is return on investment in what you're doing. And that should be the first thing that they look at. They shouldn't be recommending tactics right away. So if you find someone that's going to help you with, their, with your marketing and they jump right to the tactics, I, I say turn around, <laughs> uh, say thank you, and move on to someone who will really look at it from a high-level strategy and will help you build the plan that fits you and your specific company goals and needs. Great advice. And it totally makes sense too, right? Mm-hmm. Much yeah, better it results. does to me and it does to you, but it, you'd be surprised. Um, <laughs> there, there are a lot of marketing professionals out there to whom it doesn't make much sense. And I, I don't look at this as my clients being a paycheck or being a monthly paycheck. I look at them as I want to help them create as much impact and in whatever way, shape, and form they want to create impact. And the the price tag that's attached to that is really – um, well, it's exponential because if you're here to make a difference in the world, uh, we need to make sure that you can spend your money that you've worked hard to earn in the best ways possible, not waste time, money, and energy. Absolutely. We are going to wrap up on that note because that's a great motto or piece of advice people could follow. Listeners, if you loved our show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It helps other people find us so we can serve more people. And until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. 
That's Nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.